Better, smarter, faster. The neural network needed to power the digital ecosystem of healthcare is poised to transform care both inside and outside of hospital walls in traditional care settings. Meaningful data analytics positioned in real time to drive better diagnostics, intelligent operations, seamless care coordination, and integrated telehealth. This is the future of connected healthcare. We talk to the experts about transformational roadmaps for this evolving landscape, what's working, what's needed, and how we get there together. Welcome to Healthcare On Air, presented by Verizon. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Healthcare On Air by Verizon. I'm your host, Robin Goldsmith, health innovation principal and a member of our healthcare insurance and life science practice. So we're taking it back to where we kind of started and really giving some some more attention to a subject that I think deserves a lot more attention than it's been getting, and that's health equity. So joining me on this journey is my friend and colleague, Courtney Schoon. Courtney, how are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me, Robin. And Ariana McGee, CEO and founder of Navigate Maternity. Ariana, my friend, great to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Robin. So Courtney, let's start with an introduction and, and let's give the audience just a quick um, you know, lay of the land about Verizon Forward for Good Health Equity cohort that just wrapped up. Yeah, so our Forward for Good Accelerator program um, was launched a few years ago really with this idea that you know, as a technology company, we have a responsibility as well as an opportunity to really identify and support emerging tech solutions that are driving meaningful social change. And um, as we've talked about health equity, and as you mentioned, is a topic that needs increasing attention and that we know technology has a really important role to play in increasing access to healthcare and improving outcomes for underserved populations. And so we chose to focus our accelerator program on health equity this year, we were able to um, select seven companies that are addressing health equity through tech-enabled solutions. And um, we're really excited to be able to introduce some of those founders to you and share more about their solutions. And the common shared value that they all have is really being health equity companies first and their commitment to addressing issues to access and outcomes um, through their companies. So we're excited to introduce them. And I, I'm Really pleased that we're yeah. joined by Ariana McGee from Navigate Maternity today. Yeah, Ariana. So let's start. Let's um, let's do a quick intro about you and uh, and Navigate, just real quick, and then we'll start diving into the conversation. No, of course. Yeah, no. Thanks, guys, so much. So. Uh, Navigate, we have a remote patient monitoring system that enables care teams and physicians and mid-levels to manage their prenatal and postpartum patients remotely. We have hardware, we have software, and we really empower them with the data necessary to intervene with these patients before a catastrophic event takes place. That, you know, I think what resonated with me um, being a part, Courtney, you know, asked me to be a part of the so a little, little small part of the the cohort and, you know, to be, to have access and to be made aware of what you guys are doing. I think the common thread was you all have this lived experience, right? Dealing with the healthcare system. And I think to a company, you all are trying to prevent others from going through what you went through. And I know Ariana, you have a very, very specific kind of lived experience that you want to prevent other expecting moms from going through. Can you just speak to that? Yeah, no, definitely. So 
You know, one of the things that really kind of codified or really was like the catalyst for doing Navigate was my experience last year. So last year, I almost died giving birth to my fourth child. I went into the hospital about two days prior to my scheduled C-section and encountered this very tired on-call doctor who tried to send me home. And I had to plea with her. I had to beg her to, you know, to let me stay, to call my doctor that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in labor and please don't send me home because I'm at high risk of uterine rupture. And she told me first C-section, fourth C-section, they're all the same, which that's just not true. So long story short, my mom was with me. My husband was away in fellowship. My mom advocated on my behalf and thank goodness she did because when my doctor was finally notified, they took me back to the operating room. They opened me up and I have a huge uterine window. My uterus was so thin, you could see my daughter's hair. So had I gone home, had I not had my mom there, had you know, all these things not lined up the way that they did, I could have gone home, my uterus would have burst wide open, my daughter would have died, and I would have died. And it was in yeah. that moment when you understand the stats, but it, it hits so differently when it happens to you personally. Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing. Um, go, go ahead, Courtney. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I, I mean, that lived experience is, is so powerful and really um, paints a picture, but the stats are also pretty staggering. And I think that's one thing I've always appreciated is the sort of evidence that you've brought around the need for your solution. Can you share with us a little bit about the state of maternal mortality and morbidity in the U.S. right now? Absolutely. So we have a public health crisis. The U.S. is ranked absolutely last when looking at other high resource nations. We actually have the worst maternal death rate of any high resource nation in the world. And then black women like myself are dying three to four times that national average. So, you know, we're, this is not just a, you know, not only did I have the personal lived experience, I knew that it wasn't just about, you know, solving for my issue in that moment, that this was something much bigger than me. This was something that is affecting women, Black women, vulnerable women all over the country. And, and then this, the, the last stat that always sticks out to me is that I was born in 1990. It was safer for my mother to have me in 1990 than it was for me to have my daughter last year. The death rate has more than doubled. And per the CDC, at least 84% of these deaths are preventable. So when you put it into perspective like that, where this is not, you know, not only are women dying, but most of them are preventable, overwhelmingly yeah. so, it's calling for a solution. Unbelievable stats. That's, and I think, you know, that you brought up prevention. I think all the companies that participate in the cohort, that's what they're trying to do, right? Is to have earlier intervention to prevent these these terrible outcomes. So um, let's take a step up, let's take a step back. And you know, we talk about health equity. Um, it's a big term and it means something different to everyone. Whoever you talk to has got a different kind of lens they're looking at it through. But for you, Ariana and and navigate, kind of what when I say health equity, what does that mean to you? Ooh, that is a, a big question, Robin. I know, but, I know. But I think, no, no, but I think though, because it's so forefront for us, I think that how we think of it here at Navigate is really making sure that women feel seen and heard and cared for during you know their their prenatal journey and their postpartum journey. That women 
don't fear death when getting pregnant, that women don't fear death going to a hospital, that women don't fear death when they go home with, with baby and will I die because, because people won't listen to me. Um, I think it's about visibility. It's women feeling like I'm, I'm visible. I'm actually here and people care. So Ariana, um, let's talk about you and kind of your origin story. And uh, I know you've had, you know, diverse experience with the healthcare system, working with some of the med device manufacturers. Just take us back to a little bit of your, your history and then the, the graduation or, or I guess the refocus to, you know, focus on Navigate full time. Can you just bring us back? Yeah, no, definitely. So I've been in the healthcare space 11 years. Doesn't seem like it's been that long, but my goodness, time flies. So I started off, it does, it flies. So I started off working at a pharma company out in New York City. I was a rep there for many years and then moved over into biotech and learned quite a bit. Um, I had like the Western half of the country. And then from, from there, actually went to a global market access consulting, um, worked at another biotech manufacturer, and then went over and worked at a medical device company uh, where I actually headed U.S. market access and reimbursement strategy. So I've had a, a great, you know, kind of conglomerate, so to speak, of different experiences within the healthcare space. And I think all of those experiences really helped when, you know, thinking about how can we help to create a solution and bringing all of that expertise, whether it was from sales, whether it was from market access and reimbursement strategy, whether it was from consulting, um, just really being a, a critical thinker about how we can tactically accomplish this, this goal. So taking all of that experience, Ariana, and your lived experience, tell us a little bit about how you've enabled tech in your solution to to drive more equity in maternal care um, and, and what, how that marries with human touch as well. No, no, of course. So I think we want to start, or, you know, to answer that, I really want to start with, with the gap. So I think that's how we first thought about how we'll create an equitable tech. We wanted to understand the gaps first. And then we also wanted to make sure that we were including the voices of the patients that we wish to serve. And the, and, and the other stakeholders. I think that was really key for us. So we first started and identified the four gaps, which for us are, number one, we have limited touch with our patients, right? We have about 14 times that a mom is touched during her prenatal postpartum journey. And these snapshots don't tell us what's happening with mom between appointment one and appointment two. Secondly, that then drives reactive care. So we're, we're doing something once, once we know something at one of those snapshots. And then third, we're not capturing social determinants of, of health data. So really thinking about the environment in which a mother lives and how that can affect the outcome. And then lastly, implicit bias. So one of the things that we really wanted to help with our system was to think about how we can replace the subjectivity with objective data. And then how we tactically went about creating that solution after we understood the gaps was we really did a lot of deep research. So we did, we started off with patient surveys. We then went in and started to speak with different stakeholders. We spoke with payers, hospital administrators, OBGYNs, mid-levels, midwives, nurse practitioners, anyone who's touching that mom, we wanted to hear from you. And we wanted to understand what those pain points were. And then once we really took all that information and the inputs, that's how we created our complete solution. 
um, which our goal is that it, it helps to, to create less friction. It helps to create connectivity between the mom, between the care team with actual clinical data. Two more touch points. You said there's exactly. I mean, 12, 12, 14 touch points for a new mom. I mean, that's exactly. just not, not nearly enough. No, no. And especially the postpartum period too. I mean, when like you think about a mom, you know, I, I have four kids. So I had my one baby last year, but I have I had three before that. So I have four babies. So I've gone through this multiple times and I'll never forget the first time when I had my daughter and after I had her, they were like, okay, mom, you're discharged. We're sending you home. And I was like, well, what else? And they're like, we'll see you in six weeks. And then I went in at six weeks and they're like, we'll see you next year. And I'm like, you know, and, and the, the interesting piece about it is that actually almost 70% of the issues take place within the postpartum uh, period. And that can last hmm. up to one year after giving birth. And we're not touching moms. We're touching them maybe once. So do you think, you know, we've all, we've all been through the pandemic and we saw the rise of digital, right? We couldn't, you know, we we're all living the same kind of experience, you know, in a similar way with healthcare as the, you know, the epicenter of this, you know, once in a lifetime, hopefully experience, you know, what did that do for you and navigate? Did that, did that accelerate? Because I know people often point to, well, telehealth was adopted by everyone and, and now, you know, RPM's getting a lot of attention. But for you, what, what, what was kind of the effect? Yeah. So actually during COVID was when I thought of Navigate and when I founded it. So it was that experience because I was pregnant with our third daughter, our third child, excuse me, our, our second daughter during COVID, during 2020. And I was actually at that point considered high risk by my OBs because I'd had two prior C-sections in, in the two prior years. And they already were saying, they're like, we're going to put extra touches. Um, we just want to make sure that, you know, there aren't any issues because we now consider you to be high risk. Well, COVID hit and everything went virtually. Yeah, exactly. It was, everything was telehealth and telehealth has definitely, you know, value. However, as I would look at my husband, who at this point was in residency, I was like, if something was wrong with me, they would never know. We're doing Zoom calls and it's telehealth. They're, they have no biometric data on me. And that was my clue that I was like, wait, there is a major gap here. And what if we could connect, you know, have that, that, that power of connecting with your patient with actual clinical data so that you actually will know if something's wrong with me. You've gone through this accelerator and just to kind of, you know, I was really thankful to get to meet you and your fellow, you know, participants. You guys are awesome. And we need, you know, more people trying to solve health equity and coming at it from different perspectives and viewpoints. So you went through 14 weeks. You had your showcase in Boston, which you did an amazing job with. You all did. I was, I was so happy for you all. But um, how has it impacted you? And kind of what was the experience? I know you guys are all very close. Can you kind of speak to that that journey through the 14 weeks and, and the impact it made on your company? Absolutely. So, I mean, the accelerator was um, amazing. We, A, you guys had a great team running it. I mean, they were awesome. Um, they really put together just really fruitful content for us where I felt like it was very valuable for us. You know, as a founder, you don't have a lot of time, to be frank. You are, you know, constantly busy and, and we're all so early, you know, that you may have a team of three, four people and you guys made every time that we met, it was fruitful. It was, it was something valuable that added to our businesses. Additionally, what was amazing was that you guys picked such a great cohort. So the group of people that you all picked, 
it was awesome. I mean, I learned so much from these other founders in their own journeys. And I'm, and I'm sure they probably would say vice versa, where folks were just so willing to share their own experiences, best practices, what we also shared the losses. I think a lot of times people will see with startups like, oh, this would happen and you're featured in that. But a lot of people don't understand the the absolute, uh, you know, heart, heartbreaks that you experience during this this journey. And to be able to have a group of folks that understood it and, and could help help you and support you through it was awesome. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the Accelerate thoroughly and, and made some, I feel like, lifelong connections. I think the cohort gave as much to the Accelerator as we possibly could have given to them. I think that the, the way that everyone showed up um, was willing to share and, and the really shared commitment and shared values amongst the group made the experience that much more rich and um, fruitful for us as well. So, yeah. so what are you, um, now that you've gone through this, this 14 week program, you had your showcase, what are your goals and kind of next steps and, and love to hear more about kind of, you know, update on navigate and where you get, where you're going. Yeah, no, definitely. So in terms of the updates, so we actually now are getting ready to um, launch a pilot here shortly, which is very exciting. Uh, we get our, our first bit of, of patience that we get to to serve and, and understand how our system works. And our goal is to Im Im improve the outcomes with, with this small test group. Um, we've been in touch with a lot of different channel partners and different payers and potential customers since since then. So right now we're really gearing up for our, our Q2 launch of next year. And we've really just had all hands on deck to make that happen. So it's it's been a great busy time, so to speak. It's definitely busy, but it's it's all yeah. moving forward and, and we're just we're this much closer now to bringing our device to market. Yeah, it's I know it takes so much work to get to get these get it going and into the hands of, of providers and patients and you know that that's I'm super happy for you. So, you know, when I think about health equity and kind of you know the limitations of staffing, right? There's not enough nurses and doctors and and you know we all want technology to fill in some of these gaps and you know get to folks that might be in rural areas that might have to drive 50 miles to see a primary or an OBGYN. I mean, that may be even longer to get to those. Kind of how do you think Navigate intersects with what I just kind of laid out? You know, staffing shortages, rural health accessibility, you know, how are you addressing those? Exactly. Yeah. So I think for us, we think of it as enhancing the standard of care. So we know that we look, we, we, we still need our doctors. We still need our nurses. Our goal, though, is to enhance that that care that they want to give their patients, especially patients that are in rural or in, in vulnerable areas. Um, one of the ways that we also want to, you know, you know, we may not be able to, to solve for staffing shortages, but our goal is that we have data that can help to make sure that we, even though we may have a shortage, we're not allowing patients to fall through cracks. I think that for us is like paramount. We want to make sure that, you know, and, and, and this is just the case in healthcare period right now. Our physicians and our nurses are facing burnout. That's just the reality. They're facing burnout. And what I do think that tech can do, we're not here to re replace, but we're here to help alleviate burnout. We're here to help solve that piece because if we can make sure that our doctors and our nurses, the people that are on the front lines taking care of our patients are supported through technology, well, I mean, we could just revolutionize healthcare that way. 
And there are a lot of systems that can be automated through the use of technology. So I, I don't see tech to come, you know, as a as a vehicle to replace, but rather a vehicle that can in, enable and empower care teams. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's very well said. I think that's shared across this cohort too. I think I hope that listeners will see that as we hear from all the founders that um, that is a, a shared value of this cohort. Yeah. So you started this company. You know, you you find you you went through the pan. You, Went through the pandemic, then you founded the company, and now you're in. You see a lot of the headwinds affecting healthcare are remain today. We're not out of it yet. You know the financial hit is still here. Um, it's tough to find money. You know, we'd love to hear kind of any words of of wisdom to you know someone who's looking to address a problem like you're you're doing with Navigate. Any you know learnings, advice you can give, maybe a young founder that you want to share. Yeah. You know, I, I say this, I say, keep going. That is really all it comes down to. Um, if, if there is, you know, a, a young founder or someone that is, that is out there that believes that they could bring something to market and, and could help solve a major pain point, I say, do it right. Create a plan first and then two, bring in the right people. I think that's absolutely key. Like I, I don't do this by myself. I have an amazing team that I work with alongside me and all of us together are working to bring this device to market. And then third, you have to just keep going. As a founder, as a black woman founder, we don't have the luxury to get discouraged. You may hear a million no's, but you just need one yes. So, I mean, that's really all I I could say. I mean, every time we've, we've like, oh my goodness, things are feeling overwhelming, but we just keep going and it ends up happening. Yeah. So thank just, you. You got to keep, keep going. Yeah. And, and, you know, keep going and being, you know, persistence, right. Persistence is, is actually, and the team behind you to support you. And, and, you know, we can't go, I don't know the saying, you could probably remind me of the same better four together, as we say at Verizon. Um, but listen, last question, you know, this cohort, you navigate, you're all, you know, out of your lived experience, you're trying to change healthcare. In a perfect world, you know, looking out five, 10, 15 years, you know, what would you like to see change in healthcare? What do you think is possible to make this, I think you said, unsustainable system we, we're living with now a little bit better? Kind of what would you, in a perfect world, like to see? I really would like to see the healthcare system listen to patients. I think that right now our healthcare system is broken. And I think a lot of that stems from the fact that we haven't listened to the people that we're trying to serve. I would like to see us take a more, um, a stronger stance on environmental factors and how they affect healthcare outcomes. I think once we start there, we have to start at, as Reva says, the groundwater we have to start at the groundwater and really start to figure out what is the, the root cause of this and how can we start here? And I think that if, if, if we do that now within healthcare, I think in 50 years, our healthcare system will look a lot different. We need to start with preventative care, right? And, and I think if we move towards listening to patients, preventative care, we will revolutionize healthcare in our country and environmental factors. Those are, those are the three things 
that I, I would like to see change. And those once we saw those three things, healthcare will look different. Courtney, you, any questions, anything to add? I would just say thank you to Ariana for joining us today and for all of your contributions um, throughout the Accelerator program, having your perspective, sharing your wins and your losses and um, letting us kind of be on this journey with you. Really grateful. Yeah, Ariana McGee, founder, CEO of Navigate Maternity. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Keep doing it. Keep persevering. We appreciate you. Courtney Skoon, my co-pilot, thank you for being here again, and, and thank you for joining us. Um, as you know, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and MarketScale.com. Please go back and watch our other episodes. We've got some great guests, and thank you for joining. We'll see you next time.